Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars and sponsored by Wristwork Custom and Avery Hart's new, new, new book. Wholesome Pie and Splintered Wood. Cop that joint on Amazon. What up, what up, what up? Cop that joint on Amazon. Good morning, Avery Hart's new book. Wholesome Pie, Splintered Wood. What's happening? Man, it's. St. Patrick's Day weekend here in the land. Man. There's been a lot of big news. Yo, hold on, man. I don't... It's in Cleveland, Ohio, St. Patty's Day go dumb, it, it, dumb. It, it's, listen. The, People come here to celebrate St. Patty's Day. 
if y'all don't know how they get down in the land for the for the St. Patrick's Day weekend, you you not from Cleveland. It's man, it's off the charts, man, for real. I mean, it's it's eleven o'clock. People have been drunk rack. since six, and it's like the day before, man, <laughs> man, since they got off work, like literally since they got off work, man, all day. St. Patrick's Day weekend goes down Man. in the land. Well, you know, I have to work, so hey, y'all, you know, <clears throat> y'all, you know, have one for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not gonna get into the historical relevancies of it. I'm just gonna bring it up so you can look it up on your own. But that being said, right, you know what I'm saying? Uh people here is about to turn the fuck up. Not only that and no doubt. Not not just because it's Saint Patrick's Day, but um there was some really 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 big news the other day regarding one of our sports teams yeah and one of people, our sports teams had an excellent week man and it they didn't, had they an excellent didn't have week. anything to do with lebron and they, they and didn't play a game man at all listen, and had a phenomenal week the browns traded for if you've been under a rock uh, the Cleveland Browns traded for New York Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. So the among other moves, man, the among other moves, the Browns went from an 0 16 team to being one out of five teams picked to win the Super Bowl. Man, and the thing is, you know, for me, you know, I think it's a little premature. But with the moves Definitely. that they've made, they've put them in position to where I can listen to an argument about them winning the division, you know what I'm saying, and a couple playoff games with the moves that they've made. If everything goes according to plan, you know, that's a big if, you know what I'm saying? Exactly, because my thing is, until Cap get a job, I don't give a damn about what's going on in the NFL. <laughs> like, I give a shit. Give Man. a shit about what's going down <laughs> in the NFL until right. Cap is playing, and I don't want to hear nothing about it. he got his money. So he got his money because they was wrong. Right? Period. They was That's like, why he you got know his what? Money. We and fucked don't up. Understand, We're gonna pay you. This is this is how you know this is a hashtag country full of dumbasses because people don't understand what goes down in the in the discovery process of a lawsuit and you can google discovery process and what that is is that's where both sides have the opportunity to look at all of the evidence that will be presented in the case and in this case that cap had against the nfl it was essentially that you that they colluded and were all within league and cohorts to keep teams from giving him a job man now it was the, real. The, the, they was the, doing the, that. Exactly they were doing because that. they deposed several owners, including Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft. Mm-hmm. They had emails. They had all types of quote unquote evidence that had been entered into the discovery process. When you are a lawyer and you see either something that makes you ridiculously guilty. Or something that clears your name, there's going to be some type of action. The fact that they settled with him, the end, that lets you know that the NFL absolutely positively did not want whatever evidence was there to be made public. Because then they would be seen for the complete and total hypocritical assholes that they are. Right. And the fact that because he did what he did, which was mount a peaceful process 
against police brutality by not breaking any NFL rule that was not on the all. books at the time. He didn't do nothing that was like There was nothing wrong in what he all. did in the terms of employee-employer contracts. Which is so, a labor law situation. Exactly. You know? So the fact that you have people out here that still perpetrate the idea is disrespecting the flag. No. How sway? No, you jackass. How sway? No, that's not what it was about. It's not what it was about. <laughs> and the fact that you you refuse to see any other thing means you cannot walk the earth without the assistance of an oxygen tank because you must be twenty four karat retarded. Man, all the way. That's high end retarded. All the way, like you retarded. Man, like you have to have settled <laughs> for everything that you have in your life and have extreme hate and this dismiss yo and, and, and for the special else. needs crowd man relax man just relax I, I, I'm, I'm gonna get a, i'm gonna get a hand in front of this one man all right can tell you on i just want to get that out there you know we are equal opportunity <laughs> offenders at least i am i i mean come on now right it's not that type i am not in this in in this to make you feel better this is why we are a hashtag country full of dumbasses because man. you have people that are refusing to look at the facts of the situation <laughs> and the fact that the matter is that during the discovery process, whatever evidence there was, the NFL did not want it to be made known and be made nope. public. So they chose to settle the matter because here's the thing. He don't have to, he didn't have to settle. Nah. He didn't have to settle, but I guarantee you he'll be back in the league because why would you settle and take the money and not get your job back when you didn't do anything to lose your job in the first place? Right. You pay, you, you, he, he got paid. He actually got back paid. That's real, the, that's the, that was, let's, let's, let's keep it a stack, man. They gave him back pay. That's the lawsuit. Everybody <laughs> that works in a, a call center, a cubicle, anything that they dread going to, because you know, you got to put up with all types of foolishness. That was just like a lawsuit that they wish that they would have ever been able to have. Right. You know, because you got fired for doing something that did not break any rules. Yeah. Of of anything on the books for the company, and and if anything, the fact that it was civic minded, and and don't even play into it the wasn't fact, even work. For, it nothing to do with your job. Not only that, but don't even play into the fact that you won a Nobel Prize for it. Yeah, I mean, mm. wait, no, did he? He didn't. Uh, he didn't. I don't know about a Nobel Prize, no, but he, he didn't. Something. He, he was, was man of the year. Yeah, man of the year. That's what man of the year. And it. What's the, up, Nicole J? The thing about it is, if you go to work Monday after St. Patrick's Day and you don't spend all weekend turned up, lit, acting a good damn fool, go to work and something happens to where you know. You got you a lawsuit and you finna get paid. Mm-hmm. Do you not only want to get paid and keep your job or do you want to get paid and not keep that job and have to go through the stigma and the fact of looking for a job somewhere else? Mm, good point. Because Great. it happens. It, 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 it's not just the NFL. I'm going to sue you get paid it's and you, got, and you got to see me more every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just the NFL that people Man. get quote unquote blackballed and no. and um, blacklisted in in industries. It happens everywhere. Yeah, especially in entertainment. Not man, entertainment. It happens in the medical field. You would be so outdone to know what happens in the medical field as far as people and doctors and nurses that are terminated without cause because of someone in a position of power. Don't like them. 
Yeah, it's real. You know, it's real. I mean, and that ties well into today's topic. Mm -hmm. And what we're talking about today will be wage fairness because the, the national debate is $15 an hour. Being able to raise the minimum, the national minimum wage to $15 an hour, or at least have some of these companies make that a starting point like for the minimum, minimum wage, right? For entry level minimum wage. Work. The federal minimum wage now is what seven forty seven dollars and forty cents. I'm not sure. We need to Google that. What is the federal minimum wage? I heard somewhere it was like eleven, twelve an hour. No, not no federal minimum wage. Where the hell you see that bullshit on Facebook? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, Google it, no, them one we time. We would never see. No, no, there ain't no federal minimum wage at no eleven damn dollars. But Ohio's. What is the federal minimum wage, y'all? Call in to give us that. Give us that information. Ohio's minimum wage is about what up, Tom? Eight dollars and thirty cents. Jesus. You know, so these people believe that $8, at least in the state of Ohio, right. $8.30 a week, uh, I'm sorry, an hour. Oh, my goodness. Is uh, enough. It's $7.25, the federal minute. $7.25? Man. Seven twenty-five, man. Oh, what the man? All right, so seven twenty-five, seven twenty-five an hour. <laughs> what is you doing with that? All you can do is get a pack. Listen, that's listen, pack money. Listen. <laughs> that's pack money. You know what I'm saying? When people want to know why so many people sell drugs, when the minimum wage, when you're only making seven twenty-five, invest seven, in yourself. Seven twenty-five <laughs> an Shoot. hour. She'll do a seven twenty-five at forty an hour. hours at forty hours a week before any taxes are taken out is two hundred and ninety dollars. Man, there's people with cable bills that are two hundred and ninety. Cell phone bills, man. Okay, two hundred ninety dollars. That's, that's forty. Talk. That's a forty-hour check. So that's two weeks worth of work that you're getting two hundred and ninety dollars off top. Not to even take out. That's not taking out any taxes at all. At all. Your dependents, your health insurance, whatever. What's up, Sean? Nine times out of ten, if you're working a minimum wage job, you don't even have access to have any type of a benefit. No. Which is they made the Obama phone for you, man. <laughs> for real, man. For real. And the messed up thing about it is, even if you're at a company that offers you benefits at seven twenty-five an hour, how in the hell out of two hundred and ninety dollars, less than three hundred dollars every two weeks? We ain't took no taxes out at all. You know all. what I'm saying? You ain't took nothing out. You ain't took nothing out. You ain't took out no money for gas. You ain't took out no money for your utilities. Right. You, you ain't took work. out no money for groceries. Man, you, you ain't make took it, out that's no, transportation money right man, there. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You ain't they took, give you just enough money to come in again. Think about it. If you're you know? somebody that don't even have a car and you have to Uber or Lyft every day for whatever you're doing, $290, $40, where, what, 40 hours a week for for $290? So you're putting up with these people's bullshit, you know, <laughs> wherever you're at, whether yeah. you're in a CVS, whether you're in a fast food restaurant, wherever you're at, you right. got to put up with some belligerent ass, entitled ass American mm. acting mm. a damn fool. 
for because, no reason for no reason because they done went in somewhere and felt like they are they should have x y and z meanwhile you're wherever you're at you're probably short-staffed you probably have a management Overwork. a management team that is the hell of shit beyond mcshit shit man you overworked you probably don't even get 40 hours they probably do that bullshit where they want to give you not even 38 where <laughs> they want to give you 37.5 right. you know what i'm saying so you don't even average, qualify for a full time exactly so you don't even get a full 80 hour a week check no you know what i'm saying so and this is no all bennies. going down before any taxes or anything real is coming out of that money and you have people that are literally literally saying that you can survive on that type of money on a monthly basis and that's only 1160 dollars 290 day, $290 a week, $1,160 a month before taxes, before your health care. You can't, if, and if you, before it, anything. Where you living right there? Where's you living? And that's what I'm saying. Because most people these days, you, given you in Section you 8 housing. Out, you in Section 8 not, housing. If you're not in Section 8 housing, man. If you're not in Section 8 housing, if you are a man with no kids, you are living somewhere where you got to pay or a woman rent, with no kids. If you have four, no children, five, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars a month and you only make eleven hundred and sixty dollars before taxes. It's really more like eight ninety nine. Man, <laughs> you really only making about nine hundred for real a month. And then you have the real people, money. Then it'll be the people will know. Well, maybe they should just you know upgrade their skills go to school or they should do this x y and z okay so that let's takes take in, time and money takes, take in, exactly into consideration that you don't have depending on where you're at your options are going to be limited because if there's not a community college somewhere where that's affordable that has uh in or maybe that's on a on a bus route or mm -hmm. that doesn't cost a whole lot to uber or lyft on a daily basis or three times a week or however you are able to go if you already have student loans out, there's no way you can re-enroll if they're in default. No. You know what I'm saying? If you've defaulted, you got to get all that stuff taken care of. And most people don't want to take care of their student loans because they, a, they don't have the money to pay them. Because they're in a job where they're making less than $1,200 a month. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? For a, a, a quote-unquote full-time work. Now, even if you take and you up the money to ten dollars an hour mm -hmm. that's still four hundred dollars a week right before you know taxes, what I'm saying? before taxes which is like 298 man <laughs> so you know you still that's like 298 that's when only, everything's that's said still and done. only sixteen hundred dollars a month Maybe. before taxes mm -hmm. that's before your taxes before your dependents before your health insurance before anything is taken out if you're somebody that's getting your wage garnished any of that stuff it's all going to be a problem because you can't afford to spend anything extra you can't have a surprise expense expense your because car it cannot break, break down your car can't break down you're you know what i'm saying you can't mess around and get a utility cut off because nope. maybe you don't have the whole amount it's going to take to get it cut back on right they don't they you don't know? want a piece exactly. they don't want a portion <laughs> they want the whole <laughs> right like, it's not like how it used to be where they'll take a little man. bit to cut back on they want right. they want man you got to pay that pass balance and late fees we need that before all. i can even think about pressing the button and then you're gonna have to wait however long you got to wait for them to cut come you on out. in like six days right so business it's, days it's <laughs> it's ridiculous for people to advocate for 
well you should do you should and you should increase your skills and i'm not saying it's ridiculous to advocate for increasing your skills because it's never it's not it's always a good time to try to increase your knowledge and whatever it is you love or you want to do but let's be reasonable here people life's a bitch you know what i'm saying life's a bitch and you then you die that's it right so you don't have the ability to really waste a lot of time you don't on these jobs where these companies are not trying to help you achieve what we were talking about last week which is that decent quality of life where you can feel like you are a productive human being and giving your family or yourself whatever it is that makes up your household it's something more sinister something that, happen to, to be able to wake up in the morning and be like you know what i don't hate my job I don't dread getting up to go into this some bitch every day. Right. You know, like I can actually feel like I'm doing something. I can spend time with my kids. I can do whatever I need to do to be fulfilled as an individual mm-hmm. versus somebody like this jackass that just shot up Here this mosque in New Zealand that is Man. so filled and consumed with hate and so easy Man. to influence. That you allow all of this outside. Some weak, entitled motherfucker. Right. Weak, entitled motherfucker. And the thing is, we let's we need to talk about entitlement. You know, it's like people feel people 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 thing. feel like you know because of the particular job that you do, you shouldn't make no money, or you're not worth x. You're not worth more than that person. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you're saying because well, I, the, the because I don't do this that I should live in abject squalor, even though I work every day. It's like people are like, "How dare you want to live good?" Well, that stems, and, but you <laughs> what? Know what? That stems <laughs> back from, to work, slave. <laughs> exactly. That's stems that's what from it, that, that's what it come down from to. That mentality that is in, so ingrained in America, man. The the slave mentality for what other people, which would have been the Caucasians, when there was slavery, that was is so whipped and it's like, how into did, people. How dare you're you human? Think, how dare you, you ain't human? How dare you read, nigger? What? How dare you know how to read? How dare you question nigga, you read? what I'm telling you? You know what I'm saying? This is how it is. This is what it should be. So nah, fact, we gotta make that against so the that law. Mentality has warped, That's illegal. It has warped itself and manifested and metamorphosized into what we have today, Man. which is such an ingrained, indebted uh racist belief of people thinking they are better than another individual yeah. based on the color of their skin it's ridiculous and it manifests or any itself. other factor i mean it manifests you know, color itself of your skin religion in how sexual much people preference. are paid at their jobs you know, because when you are at these minimum wage jobs where you're barely being able to make ends meet nine times out of ten you don't just have that job you have to work another job you might have working two jobs you might have another two or three jobs in in addition to that in this you know what the thing is what you have going on the unfairness in wages it, 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 it 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 it's a reduction on quality you know what i mean because, well, yeah, because if you don't if you, gotta, damn, if you gotta work two jobs to make it you're cheating both of those employers for real out of your full potential. Well, yeah, because you're not giving, you're not able to give your full potential and your best productivity to either one of them because your mindset is about survival and making sure you can provide and do enough to keep a roof over your head, to keep yeah. food in the house, to keep your car from being repossessed. Like a lot of that is what drives a lot of people. But again, this goes back to us as people needing to demand look 
It is not 1987. It's not 1977. The cost Shoot, if it of was living, 1977, it'd be a whole different thing. Yeah. But the cost of living now here in 2019 is going absurd. into 2020 is ridiculous because you cannot feasibly live and there's been multiple studies of this you can't live anywhere in this country on minimum wage Nowhere. and have an apartment you just can't you'll be homeless in less than three months that's horrible. however long it takes the eviction process yeah. depending on what state you're in because i know if you some some of these states they don't even need to give you more than three days notice to get and you out like there you and out they of can there. lock you and not only can they you know post that notice and lock you out but they can change locks and throw out all your stuff that. and all all types of stuff so depending on the jurisdiction that you're in, you don't know what the eviction rules are. So the idea that people should not be able to expect, you know, $15 an hour minimum is outrageous because when you break it down, that's $600 a week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's $600 a week, you know, in a month, that's $2,400 a month. Think about your monthly expenses. If your rent is closer to a thousand than it is five hundred, out of twenty four hundred dollars before taxes, mm. you know what I'm saying. Let's just say your rent is eight hundred and fifty dollars. You know what I'm saying. Eight hundred and fifty dollars out of freaking twenty four hundred. You know what I'm saying. That gives you, uh, oh, that ain't it. There you go. That gives you $1,550. This is all before tax money. We're not talking about the, the amount it would be after you pay your deductions, after you pay for your health care, after you have your wages garnished, whatever it is that you have, if you're donating to your 401k, mm -hmm. if you're participating in an employee stock purchase program, you know, which these are all some of the things that you might do if you're in a job that pays 15 and up for the yeah, job. You can actually make plans. But again, so, all well, in, Ohio, that, in Ohio, in Ohio, and, and that's barely in Ohio, because, yeah. again, you're only working with. $2,400 a month. You're still making less than $3,000 a month before taxes. And when you have rent, car payment, groceries, you know, utilities, entertainment, any of that stuff, $2,400 a month barely gets that done. $3,000 a month you may have a little bit of breathing room depending on where your bills are at. Yeah. You know, because in New York, that, you, 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 you dead dead. In New York, $3,000 a month in New York ain't shit because no, you are you living with, you're living with multiple people because the, the, the apartments and the rents out there are astronomical because there's no space. Yeah. People don't realize Manhattan is an Island, but you know what? It's been like that for a long time. If you look at the TV shows back in the day, you know, a lot of those shows, people had roommates. Well, because New York, that, New York like, has always been a very expensive place yeah. to live. It's always been one of the biggest, and I never, most expensive and it just places hit me to live that in is. the country. Oh, man, they rent is expensive. Yeah, they don't have any space. It's right. not like here in Ohio where you are, especially here in Northeast Ohio, where you can ride through these different suburbs of Cleveland and see these patches and big, mm -hmm. long acreages of trees and greeneries and see yeah. new developments and things like that being built up of condos, townhouses, and H homeowners association houses 
houses that are that start in the 300,000. You know what I'm saying? You don't see that in New York. What you see is them doing that in apartment buildings and you can buy condos and you can buy a part yeah. of a co-op and you can pay $300,000 for this space for a but, one bedroom. But for for a studio. You know what I'm but saying? But I own it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the difference. They own it. It's it's a whole right. different thing with you when you own a piece of property versus when you're just renting out and just throwing that money away. And people don't realize that's exactly what you're doing is you are throwing that money away when you are renting. And I understand you like there are re, you a lot of we don't have choices but to rent because the way they have it set up to purchase a home yeah. is rigged so and i say that because i work in the industry so if you don't work in the industry don't tell me anything about you're it you're not a mortgage uh, broker you can't even talk on <laughs> this right, right so now. i don't even want to hear it because i got to maintain know, relax licenses and, and stuff take for notes. that so no <laughs> it, when i say it's rigged relax the shit is and rigged. take notes but until you get your situation to where you can qualify for either an FHA or a conventional mm-hmm. um, or even a USDA loan, you will have to rent. So what needs to happen is a lot of different regulatory things. But because we have lobbyists and special interests that don't want any type of regulations, any type of oversight. Just trying to get that third to, yacht this quarter to exactly to make sure that we listen to what i just said what to get (laughs) to get what we are rightfully paying for and should be able to survive is crazy and and the thing about it is we just accept it like people that live in new york people that live in new york the from what I've read, and and I do a lot of actual reading, and a lot of the things. So tell us of, about actual reading, man. A lot of the <laughs> a lot of the things that the different councils and the different boroughs and things that they do out there, the little writers and things that they insert into their legislation to restrict mm-hmm. the oversight and being able to go in and make sure that yes, these landlords are doing what they're supposed to. It's crazy because as a lot of the states' rights. You, you can regulate how the real estate laws are in your state. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest problem because each state is different. Ohio does not regulate. There are regulations for like landlord tenant law. You can look it up, the Ohio Revised Code. But it's very difficult to enforce those laws. Right. Because the thing, the system that is currently in place is not set up for the tenant it's set up for the, the landlord yeah. and so as a tenant if you don't know your rights you will find yourself in situations that may or may not be legal but because you don't know anything you either have gone along with it or whatever the situation was it may have been a negative outcome mm-hmm. but this is where as individuals all of this starts on the local level with the people that we have inside our local governments inside these city councils these wards and all of that that is where all of this stuff starts because if you as an individual believe that you should not be able you shouldn't have to go into debt to go to the hospital Man. you know if you want to be able to be a productive member of society and respend your money into this capitalistic economy mm-hmm. You know, like it was in the 80s 
where people would just spend and spend. People losing in their house 90s. because they broke their leg. You know what I'm saying? Now you, you know? have a point where Here. if you go to the doctor for anything and you can't get... You don't have any type. Let's say you go and you don't have any insurance. There, first and foremost, anybody that works in the medical industry knows, in the healthcare industry, knows that there's really two different types of service that you get if you have insurance and if you don't have insurance. When you don't have insurance, you get really the bare minimum of what they have to do, and it's re- it's so crazy and Man. and it's crazy. <laughs> it, 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 you, if we if we could you save your like, life. But, like, but we're gonna be, keep you. We're gonna keep. We're gonna do this. We're gonna because, keep you with a pulse, though. Right, because you don't have the insurance to cover this treatment, so we're gonna do this. Right, and we're gonna hope that this works. And it's messed up because I've been well, on both sides. We know sides. it's not gonna work, but I, right, you're gonna been on, leave out of here alive, man. I've been on both sides <laughs> of it to where you. It's it's very noticeable if you go to the if you've gone to the hospital with insurance, mm-hmm. and if you had to go when you didn't have insurance, especially if you just if you have kids and you had to take one of them to the ER for something, especially that something that ends up that 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 ends up being an ear infection, mm-hmm. you know, where you just got to get antibiotics. Next thing you know, you know, you've got all kind of medical bills coming in from this ER visit. Then it was, you know, as they break down the use for charging you for the use of the, uh, mm-hmm. the instruments and all that other stuff. So it's crazy because a lot of, again, like I said, a lot of it rides on being able to get the people out of the local offices that are in where you're at now. And mm-hmm. that's how you start taking back what quote unquote, what will make America great again. You know, it's not this. If you white, really want to know, you know, it's, it's not that white supremacy. If you actually bullshit. bought the hat thinking that, right. that, that that was going to really be great again. In like the most positive way possible. No, <laughs> this these are the things you have it's to do. It's great when you have informed, educated people that understand the basics of humanity, right? And understand that the 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 minority with the monies should not be the ones controlling the majority that don't have the money. And that's, that's what it is. Right now. And that's what it is. I mean, people people elected Trump because he talked about draining the swamp and all this other rhetoric. But when you look at lies, it, when you look at <laughs> it factually, when you look at it factually, none of the people that he have placed in the heads of the positions in a lot of these departments um, are any fans of what would be known other what would be otherwise known as quote unquote doing the right thing. You These know, cats that's, do not. They have that's extensive not, histories of that's doing all, the it's wrong all about thing. the money. It's like you have when you have the, the, the tobacco lobbyist, the head of tobacco guy sits on on a chair, you know, I'm like the head oil guy sits on a chair, like all these guys that make their money screwing people over on a daily basis is over the commissions that are designed to not over, let them do it. Not just the commi- <laughs> over the departments, over the federal departments, not just the commissions, the federal departments where they make purchasing where decisions, the, where the buck stops there with them. Mm-hmm. And these are the people that you have in place and you, and it just, I'm, my mind is just blown because you really will have people. Man, we didn't elect that, Dr. Evil for president. It's not even, it's beyond that. <laughs> it's I beyond mean, for that real. because people, people elected him um, because man. they were tired of 
how the 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 politicians used a lot of that rhetoric and did and never got anything done. Nah, but what man. they failed to realize is nah, that they elected not, him because he was talking that good shit about brown people and Muslims. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I'm talking about is the fact that you have more uneducated people that embraced that rhetoric of against the black and the brown versus the people that actually are in school alleged to have a quote unquote education mm -hmm. alleged to be somebody that is a working class guy but you don't understand that the person that's um shutting down the plants is the person that's in charge of shutting down the plants right so these are not people you got to shut down that are not they in do charge not of keeping have, the plant open they don't have and they've never had had anybody else's best interest at heart except for making as much money mm -hmm. as possible and that's where you have a lot of these companies in that guise of trying to keep the wages as low as possible because oh my god if we pay you $15 an hour if every company has to pay $15 an hour they're going to lose money here's the thing that is if bullshit. you lose money you were a shitty business to begin with Facts. Because Facts. here's the thing, your people are always going to want to work and be productive for somewhere that they want to work. It's always people don't quit jobs. They quit people. So mm -hmm. if you're an individual that owns a mom and pop store that's been in business for I don't know how many years. But but the bottom line is you were somebody that was barely holding on. You mm -hmm. probably should have closed back in the twentieth, but for some reason, <laughs> you know the website. You had a couple still scams, works, you, know, you know, and you're still in business now. You jumped a few investors, and you you balk about <laughs> paying your people something that would be considered a livable wage. Because again, we talked about the numbers: two hundred ninety dollars a week. You know, yeah. is not enough. That's not a livable wage. It's not Ladies a livable and wage. It's and not. if you ha again, if you have children, you can forget it. Even if you just have one child, hell, even if you got a damn dog or a cat, two hundred ninety dollars okay. a week for the pet people is not going to cut it on anything. And this is before taxes. You got to make life choices like, with that money. Just like with children, pets have allergies. They have skin issues they have diseases they get sick they get hit by cars they get in fights you don't know uh -huh. when a surprise vet bill might come up and you and nine times out of ten if you're working a job with minimum wage i guarantee you almost positive you don't have no damn insurance on your pet no so you can't afford <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you can't afford like pet insurance a puppy to and get, that's a thing though. it is it's but you thing. can't afford for a puppy to get worms you know what i'm saying you can't afford for anything to happen to this animal and that's how a lot of animals end up in shelters in or the conditions that the they done the because you don't have any pet insurance and you can't afford for anything to happen because you don't have the money that's going to cost to save this animal's life it's same thing with a child you're going to go into debt because you're going to try to figure out what's wrong with this child. You can't just drop the child off at the shelter. You got to figure out what the hell's you wrong gotta with that. You got to get to the bottom of that. Or you're you going to have the, the powers that be at your house. Yeah. Taking stuff. And it's just. It's, <laughs> taking people. Man. I was saying, like, really, a lot more than stuff. People. But. Removing. Forcibly removing people. Man. It, you know, it is. You got to be on top of that. And that's. And the thing is, is that. When a person is able to make the money to meet their needs, you know what I'm saying? They tend to feel better about themselves and better about life. And when you feel better about yourself and when you feel good about life, every activity you're going to engage in is going to be that much better. 
you're going to have that much more energy well, to commit at stress. work. You're not going to yeah. be stressed about what bill you got to cut or who you who you can't pay this month because you got to pay this guy because you couldn't pay them last month and you told them you was going to pay them with this next check but you ended up having to miss a shift so you missed uh-huh. eight hours because the kid threw up at school so you had to leave Yo, shout out to, to everybody go, watching by um, the way you had to leave to go pick your kid up mm-hmm. and you missed that day's work. So of course now your check was short. So sure. the money that you thought you were going to be able to pay on that bill, you can't. you can't pay. It's like, come on, $15 an hour is not, it's, it's really not enough, but it needs to be the starting point. Yeah. $15 and an hour. You won the game, man. And you it, won the it, game. You, you know what I'm saying? You can start planning your checks to where you can put something on yeah every bill with every paycheck it's and in ohio you, it's a livable wage it, it's definitely a, a livable wage yeah. in ohio especially if you live in School northeast ohio if you live in northeast ohio 15 dollars an hour can get you a little bit of breathing room especially if you're coming from making let's say 10 11 12 dollars an hour right 15 is like so ooh. if you're making anywhere in that 400 you to 450 dollar a week you know range and all of a sudden now you're making you know 150 200 dollars more right that really add that really adds for you an ability to again put either more money towards whatever you need you can to, put your feet up or a little you can bit. actually start saving and, and a little and, bit and, Not and a planning lot, but a little. for the future because the idea of just the the good times thing song keeping your head above water you know just right. trying to be able to get by it's to, about to be 2020 like that shit is dead people should not feel like shit to go to work every day people no. should be able to not at all if you're going to give these these employers 40 hours a week of your life you want to give them a good week, 40 hours you want to be able to give them the best 40 hours and at least at some 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 point grow as an individual in that particular job even if it may not even if you may not see yourself in it for years and years and years Mm -hmm. but if it's something where you can see yourself three to five years and you can learn new skills that's something that employers need to recognize and that in and of itself justifies paying people a livable wage because people can then look at the options of what all goes into these different jobs or maybe you just like the job that you're doing you may not want additional responsibilities you may want to just make enough money to where you can live and do things off the clock you know what I'm saying? If you're able to do the things off the clock comfortably because of the job you work, then your output is going to be better. You're like, okay, cool. We got to go. Let's knock this out versus, dang, man, now why I got to be in here? It makes a difference in production. It does make a difference in production, you know? but you can't expect for companies to pay for you to say, for you to stay in the same position. Because as time changes, things become, and we live in a technology age now, so things are going to become a lot more, a lot more digitized, a lot more AI. We talked about that, um, the hell was it? That clip with the Asian guy talking about the replacement and how people would be losing their jobs by 2035 being replaced by automated, uh, artificial intelligence. And it makes sense because the way technology is, 
when and and how fast it's developing and the fact that they're really trying to make more progress in ai mm-hmm. to get out of the mundane the repetitive jobs that something with ai can do versus an individual where the individual would only need to stand there to monitor the machine you know what i'm saying for maintenance tech like that those those people like those maintenance tech jobs those would be the higher paying jobs that would come versus those jobs that are being lost through ai because a lot of people are not focused on the computer aspect of it the digital engineering part of it the idea of yeah, we have a lot of manufacturing, but it's all going to become digitized. And these are the jobs that are geared more towards people of color because these are the jobs that don't really require skill depending on what it is. So if you have like welding and things like that, a lot of that stuff is going to be replaced. And the people that Man. are going to be replaced, be left in that job is going to the maintenance be tech. the maintenance techs and the people that know how to fix and run the machine. People that you and how design to and repairing. And exactly, and know how to interact and bring on the new software and fix any type of bugs or anything like that that comes along with it. So when you talk about wanting to stay, that's that's going to work up to a point because depending on whatever your job is, whether you're in sales, whether it's manufacturing, at some point, the artificial intelligence is going to make its way into every sector of employment, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, globally, every sector. So now, at least now, until we have that point in the, the, the year time, the year the guy gave was 2035. So that's not very long from now. No, you know, it's not very long from now. And, and, and where he was talking about 30%, you mm-hmm. know, so that's a big number and a short amount of time. So the idea of being able to get a living wage now and having those guidelines set is going to be very very uh i don't it's not detrimental that's not the word that i'm looking for but that is what you're going to need moving forward because as the advent of that technology comes out and becomes more acceptable and these are because a lot i mean there are manufacturing companies there are sales companies that are that are using ai technology now it's just not really being used on a really widespread as far as employer network depending on what it is but if you're in the manufacturing industry or you're in um, like in Avon Lake, they got a lot of companies where you do like the pick and pack where they go in where you used to could go in and like they had a, a paint chips factory over there where you're just picking them out. And like, you know, the samples that are the tile samples and things that you find at like Home Depot and Lowell's. Yeah. Well, there's a factory over in Avon Lake that not only uh, makes those, but they get them shipped in. And those there's people that have to pick and pack. They got to pick out the different colors and get them ready and shipped out for the different stores. Cause that's what they order them. Mm-hmm. But those types of jobs are going to be gone because there's going to be AI technology. That's going to do all that picking and packing for them. And that was a place because I, I worked there as a temp. It was somewhere that they sent us. But that was a place that employed a lot of minorities. And when that when we saw that video the other day, it's so true because 
if you don't have any other skills or you don't develop anything to where you you at some point can move up when need be with this AI, you're going to be right back where you, you started from. you even get in the AI? And that's real. the thing. I'm like, you'll be right back to where you started. Mm-hmm. You know, you it's almost like uh, with these companies for GM, you know, if you, you, it isn't like how it used to be where you could spend 20, 30 years in these factories and retire. Like there's, there's probably a generation in there now that'll be the last generation to be able to do that because here in 2019 yeah here in 2019 going into 2020 if they started at ford or gm or any of these manufacturing plants in like the mid to late 90s from 94 90 94 and on they've gotten 20 plus years you know at these companies and so they're only a few short years away from that 30 year mark being able to retire, you know, mm-hmm. with whatever pensions and benefits that came with that particular company. But again, they're going to be the last generation that's going to be able to do that because now it used to be a guarantee where you could come into those companies and you can make twenty, twenty dollars and up, you know, on these manufacturing jobs. Right. Now, if you go in, you're going in through a temp company and you're not even going in at 20, you might go in at 14, 15, 50 an hour right there. Right. And then they renew you about three, four times right. on a 90 day basis exactly. before they let you in. Exactly. And you might not even make it the full 90 days, you no. know, because depending on the company, they might just do a cycle of hiring temps and keeping temps in there for 30 to 60 days. And the temp company might tell you, oh, it's a 90 day contract, but you won't make it at 90 days nah. because 90 days. I mean, the company would probably have to, the contract that they would have with the temp service would mean if the, if the, if you make it 90 days and you don't get hired in that company, 90% of the time has to pay the temp company because you could have been on a different assignment for those right. three months. So what happens is, is yeah, they'll, they'll take those temps and you'll go into these companies for 90 days and you'll, they'll come up with some bullshit reason to mm-hmm. tell you, you not to come back <laughs> to, to, no, to tell you not, you. Not, to not to come back so they yeah. don't have to hire you and or or tell them you know what we don't need you this week or or and wait past your 90 day mark but they'll extend you they say well you, you know you know we didn't need you today or what have you come up with a reason to not exactly. hire you but we'll bring you back to the tent though exactly and not pay you what you should have got you shouldn't have got because you should have hired and you should you should have been hired in and not only that again for the temp company they could have had you at a different assignment where you would have been hired in at said date and maybe it would have only been a 60-day contract Mm -hmm. but because this was supposed to be a better gig with better benefits and better pay you might have took this one Mm -hmm. you know and when you do and if anybody's been out there and been temping which is working at temp agencies for, you know, six months or more. If you've been temping, you know what I'm talking about. Man. Because these temp companies. It's a way of life. Is, is, is not only is it a way of life, but there's so many trash temp companies. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it Man. is ridiculous. And it's it's crazy because these companies, and it's a lot of manufacturing, they really try to get really try to get away with as much as they can 
when it comes to bringing in you as a temporary worker man temporary these companies basis, you know because they saying? don't have to pay you any benefits they don't have to treat you as an employed worker because you're not their employee you're an employee of the temp company you know what i just thought these companies be rolling the to the toothpaste all the way up mm -hmm. they put water if it's a drop a dish, dish detergent. They put in, they fill in that whole bottle of water. Mm -hmm. They gonna use you up mm -hmm. <laughs> completely, all the way. And completely. it's 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 crazy because scratching the mayonnaise jar. It's, it's legal because they can. What's up, John? Because you're a temporary employee. You're not their employee. You're an employee of the temp company. Man. So what is that? Um, Metro Health just announced that they were going to make their minimum wage for 15. entry level jobs 15 bucks and they're going to cover the medical costs for their employees which to me you're a hospital you're a hospital you should have been <laughs> you a hospital you should have been covering the the the, the health care off off rip you're the hospital like if that's what you do, man, that should just come with it. That'll come and with you got, it. Because you got you you got people that's dealing with people's lives. You know, people seeing people at their worst, mm -hmm. at their worst from from the, the housekeeper on up. And it's crazy because you and that can make a difference on if you pull through or not, man. Because if you got somebody in there and <laughs> they are the janitor, the housekeeper, whatever, and they see something, what, they not gonna say nothing. They don't make but nine dollars a damn hour at all to be in here. They're not. They're out. not vested. No, to be in here emptying out trash full of blood and whatever the hell else, because you can only imagine what they see in, in right. the hospital. Exactly, so, and that's the no. thing. And another thing, like you know, for just just conducting business, you know, it's one thing to exchange stuff. You know, the exchange and barter, man. But money on the wood make it all go good. It really do. You know what I'm saying? People, it, it matters. You know what I'm saying? It matters. You know what I'm saying? So your friend that got the CD or that does hair or photography, personal training or what have you, you know, pay them. You know, if somebody trying to do something, man, pay them. Listen, that's a whole it, different thing. That's, that's a, that's a, a different, different show, but it just made me think about it for a minute. Cause, yeah, because you know, niggas swear up and down, <laughs> you ain't in a shop. They don't got to pay you full price. And I don't, that is not something that I support because my thing is this, especially when we talk about hairstylists and, and, and barbers and stuff like that, because if they was in a shop, they got to pay rent. They got to pay right. booth rental. Booth they're like, rent. they're, they're, they paying out so much stuff. Just to be shop, in the shop. Especially if it's not something that they own, that their pricing is reflected so they can actually make money off of that. Same thing with so so you're paying you would actually be paying more if you were dealing with them in the shop and you're getting the same service. And the person that you're dealing with isn't even getting all the bread. Man, man. So the fact that you got somebody that's willing to hook you up or whatever and, mm -hmm. and do something and you mad because you got to go over there and they kids and dude is there and ripping and running and eating all the snacks and take your ass to the shop and right. pay, Man, pay, pay the, more pay their price and, and whatever price they quote you pay them exactly whatever they say pay them if not shut up and do it yourself right or go find and or pay find somebody, somebody that will take your price and listen to you complain because that is a problem that's a problem with us as a people like niggas think that <laughs> you supposed to get a discount or to quote the hookup 
just because every time and it's like no this is a business right like you don't go into Foot Locker and ask them niggas for a discount on them damn Jordans that at all every time you so happily why are you, you happily pay full freight right like you don't come at me freight. asking me for a discount because you knew me back when like I didn't even like you back when exactly you was an asshole back then man and just because <laughs> you brought it up I'm gonna charge you double right like, it's triple the price you know what we not selling to you we're all out we sold right. out I ain't got Disregard all this product behind me. You can't have none. No. <laughs> but that, but like I said, that's a whole. That's a, that's whole a different show. show. But, but I just thought about it because you know, again, when you know when employees are paid a livable wage, man, their approach to work is completely different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a different situation. Like, okay, we're here. Okay, let's get this done. Okay, cool. You're not going in there stressed. Nah. You actually read the company emails. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can dress down tomorrow. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, all right. You know that that is wonderful. They added something to the employee marketplace. All right, we appreciate that. You right. know what? That is wonderful, man. You know, I may just volunteer for Habitat for Humanity after all, man. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. Yo, 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 what's good, Jay Jigs? It's Row in the building, rocking out with WeUpRadio.com, and it's all love. Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs, Jay Jigs. We Up Radio is one of the fastest growing online radio stations in the country. If you want to grow your business, promote and broadcast live for your event, or start your career in broadcasting, We Up Radio is the place for you. We have plans and services for everyone. Email us at WeUpRadio at gmail.com to find out more, or you can call us at 216-772-3393. WeUpRadio.com. WeUpRadio.com. Topic every fucking Man, you hate the radio. I despise it. I hate it. Tune in to Clutch Players University. You said who? Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. Yeah, man. When? On Saturday at 1. Get out of here. I'm not lying, man. Clutch Players University. Clutch Players University. When? On Saturday at 1. Are you listening? Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1. At 1. Tune in to them on on WeUpRadio.com. Clutch Players University, Saturdays at 1 p.m. What's up? So I'm tuning in. Saturdays at 1 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com. That's what's up. Alright. I check. Yo, what up everybody? This is Indica Spitz. You are listening to WeUpRadio.com. Previously on OGDJ Radio. I had a conversation the other day with this girl and, and she said she saw a girl and she was like, damn, she got a fat ass. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why would you say she got a fat ass to me though? That don't sound like something I want to yeah. hear. You know, I ain't got nothing against homosexuals, but I'm not one and that sounded kind of homosexual. It mm-hmm. sounded a little gay. She was like, well, what you mean? It's there. I can see. I said, well, how would it sound if as a man, a man came to you and said, damn, look at my dude uh, jogging pants. He rocking the f*** out of them <laughs> Like, huh? <laughs> if if like, another nice, man, that's a nice bulge. Man, if another nigga <laughs> seen another man's pants and talked about his package, that's gay as hell. That's it ain't no gay. understanding. Yeah, that's gay. That's gay. So and then she said, "I'm not gay." I said, "But that definitely sounded like a homosexual comment." Right. I understand sure. that you appreciate a woman's body, but from my perspective, that wasn't just a comment. That was homoerotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Damn. Homoerotic. Yeah, yeah. Right. That yeah. was that made me think yeah. of a threesome. Tune in each and every Friday night, 4 to 6 p.m. on WeUpRadio.com for OG DJ Radio. Radio. Oh, my God. I love OG DJ Radio. Oh.
Radio.com. This Raider Shark and Paul Unbreakable on OP Nation Talk every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. You are now tuned in to WeUpRadio.com. Those who went back received penalties for the acts. Another heart is torn, as close ones born. Those who 
niggas get slayed on the song. The track renders helpless and suffers from multiple stab wounds and leaked sounds. That's her. 93 million miles away from came one to represent the nation. This is a gathering of the masses that come to pay respects to the Wu-Tang Clan. As we engage in battle, the crowd now screams in rage. The hot chief Jamel Ari takes the stage. Light is provided through sparks of energy from the mind that travels in rhyme form, giving sight to the blind. The dumb are mostly intrigued by the drum. Death only one can save self from this relentless attack of the track spares none. Yo, 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 fuck that. Look at all these crab niggas laid back. Lamping light and gray and black. Boom is on my man's rack. Codeine was tossing your drink. You had a navy green. Solomon the fiend. Bitches overheard you scream. You two faces, scum of the slump. I got your whole body numb. Blowing like Shalomar in 81. Sound convincing. Thousand dollar cork pop convincing. Hands like Sonny Liston. Get fly permission. Hold the fuck up. I'll fasten your wig. Bad luck. I humiliate. Separate the English from the Dutch. It's me. Black noble Drew Ali. Came of trees. We like the Genevieve says so, season these degrees is earth. 93 million miles from the first rough turbulence. The wave burst split the megahertz. Hey yo, that's amazing. Gun in your mouth, so verbal foul hall. Connect thoughts to make my man chow walk. Swift notarizer, blue tank, all up in the high riser. New York gang visor, word tranquilizer, just a dosage. Delegate my clan with explosives. Wow, my pen blow lines ferocious. Mediterranean, see y'all, the number one traffic. Say down the beat guard, the delegate, the guard, the seagull, the swift chancellor. Flex the white gold tarantula Track truck diesel Play the weed off You're getting Stantula, the most Max honest Undivided <laughs> and sliding Sickening Guaranteed Yeah That's how Man, you feel? Listen, you feel like that? forever Man Wu-Tang Wu-Tang No doubt Yo, um, go to www.followblackdollars.org To find out more about the Follow Black Dollars movement Once you lock arms and become a member you will receive 10% off all products and services from Follow Black Dollars members. And you will, in turn, give a 10% discount to fellow members. All Follow Black Dollars members will receive a t-shirt and a stamper where you will stamp all dollars you receive and redistribute them back in the money supply. Anyone who presents a stamped dollar to a Follow Black Dollars member will receive the same 10% discount on all products and services. Join the Follow Black Dollars movement today. Follow Black Dollars. Chilled Radio presented by Follow Black Dollars. <laughs> Sponsored by Wristwork Custom and Avery Hart's new book, Wholesome Pie and Splendor Wood. And we talking about... Cop that book. Man, that book is great. We Fire. got a contest going for that book, too. When um, If you can answer the three questions we got based on what happened in the book, you win the hot fitty. Fitty book. Bucks. Right. But you got to answer the questions, meaning you, you have answer to the read question. the book. It's not going to be something where you can call in and have Google on standby. You are back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got to answer you right then and there. Oh, man. But yeah, that, uh, that book is great. We are talking about wage and income fairness. Like, what do y'all, because I, I talked that whole first hour. So, what do y'all think? I mean, I know. You done been in in the chat or whatever. Like, what is what is the consensus? What do people think as far as whether or not fifteen dollars should be where the federal minimum wage is? Like, we've already discussed at length that even even if it is six hundred dollars a week, that's twenty four hundred dollars a month before taxes. How would that help you? Would it help you? 
And right. It's $15 an hour, a livable wage to you. Man. Call in. 216-772-3393. And if it's not, why ain't it? Why do you think people should, why do you think the federal minimum wage should stay at where it's at? Because that's the big thing, too. And if you think that is, uh, if you think people can live on seven, seven something an hour, I need call to, in. I need you to explain that. Because, I mean, you, I, I, it's, it's, it's been too many studies. It's been too many shows. <laughs> it's been too many people. Explain that, that to me. Have that's done, pack money, for real. That's flip money. You can't even. Barely. Oh, my God. 725. That, man. I don't even know if that qualifies as pack money anymore. You know, I remember my <laughs> first job. So, like, when okay, so six hundred dollars for two weeks is that pack money? Y'all yeah. in? Tell, tell when, us is that enough money to get you in the game in any illicit uh, activity? <laughs> we don't want to know your name though. But just is that still pack money though? I don't think that even. I don't think you can do nothing with that. No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> you can get arrested. You can't do anything with that because think about it. Even if you don't got a bank account and for some reason you don't got one of these millions of prepaid cards to where you can get a direct deposit. If you got to pay to cash your check and it's not at Walmart, which is like $3. Mm-hmm. You, if you go to one of them gas stations or wherever where they cash checks, but they charge you a percentage, mm-hmm. you lose the money on that. Think about that too. If you, if you work in a minimum wage, so you lose the money on that. Plus whatever taxes that you done took out, mind you, so two hundred ninety dollars. That's at forty hours a week. And like we said, if you're not getting forty hours, if you're only getting thirty-seven, if you're only getting thirty-seven and a half, you're not even getting an eighty-hour-a-week check. No. So you, depending on what the company is, you may not even be considered full time. Because what if they got full time at thirty-eight hours? Okay, well, KRS one said you part-time know? sucker. Man, but it's like <laughs> even if they got if they got part if they got full time, got to be an average of thirty eight hours a week, and you're steadily getting scheduled for thirty seven and a half, thirty seven, thirty seven and a half, thirty seven and a half, thirty six, thirty seven. Getting and sent a half, home early. Might one get yeah? You might get one thirty eight in there, but then you get sent again. Get sent home early. All that other bullshit that come in with it, like. Your check is not gonna be two hundred ninety dollars nope. before taxes. It's gonna be less than that. Like two. So depending where you live at and what the taxes is for your state and your city, your your two hundred ninety dollars. You let's just say they take out ninety dollars in in taxes. That's FICA, local, federal, all that, Social Security, all that. They take out ninety dollars. So that takes you down to two hundred dollars per right. week. So that takes you down to a four hundred dollar check. What you know is you doing with four hundred dollars for for two weeks, and you ain't paid nothing. That's just with che- with your with your taxes and everything coming out. So four hundred dollars. That's not claiming any medical benefits or anything. If you got four hundred dollars every two weeks, that's why old boy didn't have your girl on the light bill. Man, and you, <laughs> your next check is another four hundred dollars. You're not even getting that sixteen hundred dollars a month. You're getting eight. You know, you're not getting what. Or the fit, yeah, the fifteen fifty. You're not, you're not getting anything that allows you to make any mistakes or have any expenses come up. Nope. Because you're going to, you're going to put yourself into a hole. That's why people get into those um, the payday loan. Man. Things was just gonna be a whole different topic. That's that's next week's show. The criminal or, or have a criminal enterprise on yeah. the side. 
Yeah, but next week man. we're talking about those payday loans. You know, it's all starting to make sense, man. Tax season is real. Yeah. <laughs> Tax season is, a, is an and American event. Up. It really is. It's messed up because most people should have, if they have the earned income tax credit, most people should have their taxes back by now. Um, and if they do, most of it is that money's already gone. Man. Like. Uh, got you a new whip. Got your kids some shoes. And that money's gone. Like, you didn't invest anything. You didn't try to buy a house. Other. You didn't you clean up your credit. You other with a couple of dollars. Right. You went to Walmart. You did. Spent, like, four or five hundred dollars. Like, I've done it before. Right. I, I've done it, too. <laughs> Shit. Man. Like, I've done it, too. And it's, it's crazy. But when you know better, you do better. Exactly. And that's that's, that's got to be the thing. Like that's what we have to be striving for. Man, again, you know, forward. I can't say it enough, man. When you pay people, you know what I'm saying, something they can live on. You know, you get. I mean, everything is just better. You know what I'm saying. You got a better person to deal with. You know, you might have thought that so and so was mean. They was. They wasn't mean. <laughs> they just wasn't making no money. <laughs> Look, I didn't know you was a nice person. They was trying to figure out they <laughs> got nothing in their refrigerator right. but some ranch salad dressing. You know what I'm saying? There might be some ketchup in there. It might right. be one or two eggs, if you're lucky. They broke. But they broke as hell, and they got to come to this job. It's like that meme, And yo. put up with dumbass people. It's like that, that that meme, that old school meme of Rihanna before and after the money. It's like, nah, it's like, you're not ugly. You just broke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're, not, you're not angry or depressed. You're just, you're broke. Yeah. You broke. And you, you're you're depressed or whatever going on because you ain't got no money, man. man. You know what I'm saying? So you get a couple dollars, man. You know, for real, it'll just. I'm, I'm, and money's not the end all be all because you can pay people. You know, a lot of people that do messed up stuff in this life got so much bread. They just, you know, idiots for real. Or just, you know, if, if you if you a piece of shit, you a piece of shit. But you know, for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying. If you're making a righteous wage. The it's quality of life, yeah, you're, is, it's, it's better. You're, you're. If you're stressed, it's not about work. It's really a public service. Mm-hmm. It's a public service, like a lot of them state, them countries where you don't have a lot of people, you know, doing a whole bunch of mass murdering and things of that sort. Well, a lot of those countries have a lot of things that are more universal than here, and like and healthcare. We are, we are the only developed country that does not have some type of universal. Are we truly developed though? Healthcare underdeveloped. You know, no, I mean, country full of dumbasses. We're not, but I mean, there are things that other countries do in. The idea that yes, you you should not go have to go into debt to have the basics as a human. You know, you right. should have the ability. There should be things put in place that allow you to have the ability. If you get in a car to, accident, you shouldn't get evicted. Right. There's there's things put into place that allow you to take the steps to get things together versus here where it's every man for themselves as far as either you going into debt or you're going to pay this insurance company and that's what a lot of the things boil down to here is the fact that these companies you're going to when you when you talk about um making the federal minimum wage 15 bucks an hour and you hear people talking about what it'll do to businesses or blood and and this other bullshit that it's not going to do because it's been proven that that's not how it works because people are still going to spend and if you have the disposable income to spend and you have your bills paid you're going to spend more and that's the the thing that the consumer spending is what drives this country it's what allows houses to be built 
and different complexes to be built because yeah what up Karan? my boy the, said he wanted me to drop some bars uh, the, <laughs> it's not that type of show but, um, <laughs> that that the consumer demand that drives the building of houses and retail and all that other stuff will happen when people have that discretionary income to spend and not feel bad and not feel like, oh my God, we're going to die under the weight of this $50,000 in credit card debt because we both work. But Yo, how many parents made... ever felt bad for buying themselves something? There are so many parents that used to, that would feel bad for buying themselves something. It's, it's ridiculous. And in this, but in this day and age, man, I sh- you know, if, you, you know, got, I, I need some age, socks, got, but we need, we need to eat though. But here's the thing: you know we got parents that don't make that decision in this day and age. When we were coming up, it, that was the choice. It's like, okay, I might need this, but and I need to get it, but I'm still taking care of the family. This day and age, there that thought process doesn't go. There's very few people that actually still do that. Now you got a bunch of selfish individuals mm. that the only time they do spend anything for the household would be when the tax money come or Christmas because the rest you're of the year. You're trying to catch up. Exactly. Well, not even if you're trying to catch up the rest of the year, you're overspending and you're not taking care of anything. Nope. So when it comes to the two times of the year where you get money, three if you go to school, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That money is spent with by you making grand gestures and purchases to trying to increase your like total well not even trying to increase your (laughs) like total but really trying to just show this this type of oh well i can buy this i can do this when the reality of the situation is is increasing your 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 fico is sitting at a 540 right you know what i'm saying you don't have the purchasing power to really go out and do what you need to do you can't go out and get a credit card you can't go out and qualify to buy a home the more we spend the less our children have and you're spending on stuff that has no investment value at all like you have women that and it, and it's crazy that it's even gotten to this point but women are to the point where we're spending so much money on hair and makeup it is ridiculous hair is like a be- hair is a bill Ma- it's a full-blown it's a full-blown expense and i'm not even knocking women women because of that and that's it's just I, the it's, reality that's the reality of it because things now cost so much more even if you want to go natural it costs money it, it, oh my god if you want to go it natural, costs more it costs more to go natural than it does but go out here and they charge you a lot for nuts and berries man <laughs> Man. For roots and berries, it's a lot the, of money. That's son. the messed up thing about it. I it's swear. Not, it's not the 90s. You can't go to the grocery store with $20 and come out with a week's worth of food. Now you got to go to the grocery store with $100 and come out with a couple of days' worth of food. Right, if you're buying you know? everything. If you're buying everything that you need. But you can't get it when you're not able to work and have a living wage where you can make the make the 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 journey to a quote unquote a real grocery store where you can go to a mm-hmm. giant eagle or acme or heinen's or whole foods or trader joe's where you can actually buy something that is not genetically engineered man you know, something fresh something fresh something that you're supposed to be eating it's like and people don't understand that's why they price it so out of reach because when you get stuck in that cycle of buying the cheapest thing that you can find because it's cheap and you got a family to feed, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? And I'll you're going to, you, you're and it, and it all comes into play because 
if you're working a job where you're not making a decent wage, where you're making seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve dollars an hour, because think when you in the and you wonder why people things, be mad that's at work. Not, that's not a livable wage because again, when you take into consideration what you're paying with your taxes, with whatever your deductions are, if you have health insurance, if you got a wage garnishment, whatever it is, Child whatever, support. whatever city you live in whatever their taxes are because people realize you know you might live in one city and work in another so you're getting taxed for the city that you live in and, and the, the city, city that, that you work in you know so all of that is coming out of your tax so you sitting here trying to tell me that paying somebody seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen dollars an hour is something that a they should be happy with and should be enough you have not worked in quite some time, number one, and you haven't worked to the point where you're working and you're living check to check. Nope. Because the I that's that's what those people are. And for the ones that are like, okay, well, you again, we talked about it before. You got to go to school. You got to up up those skills. That yeah, you do. Houseway. You do have to do that, but you also have to make sure as an individual that you take care of what you need to take care of in order to make that happen. Which for most people involves getting student loans, and you can't. And a lot of people's student loans are already in a situation, but you really house. need to be paying attention with what's going on with these lawsuits against Navient and these other private student loan com- processors because they're being looked into federally and they're also being sued because they're they were basically not telling you about all the options that you had so they were allowing people's student loans to go into default and into forbearance and if people did call in to want um certain programs they were either given wrong information misinformation or never even enrolled in the program and a big thing the one of the biggest things that that sparked the investigation was if you're a teacher or you went to school for teaching there was a student loan forgiveness program for you for you if you taught in certain school districts for five, for years. five to ten years whatever it was. they've been in the district forever and what happened was they did an investigation and found out that people were thinking they were in this program and had been teaching in these districts and were coming up on the two years prior that you needed to start doing the paperwork mm-hmm. and were finding out that they were not enrolled oh, in those programs. So they had man. spent all of this time teaching in all these districts, you know, not th- and thinking that their student loans and their debts would be forgiven at the end of this tenure. And it's not because companies like Navy and Great Lakes were n- doing all times of all times of all kinds of messed up things when people would call in with files and everything they conducted all types of investigations so this is still going on now and the results of of some of these have already been published but people really need to pay attention to these types of things because you just had Betsy DeVos come out the other day and talk about they want to cut another seven point something billion out of the Department of Education's funding. And they're looking at making it and, and rolling back again more of the Obama administration's legislation on student loan forgiveness. So they're trying to stop what this investigation has found with people screwing us with this money. They're trying to stop the companies from being held accountable. Right. So this when, administration is just. It's terrible. just horrible. It's terrible. Beyond horrible. And you have people that still defend this bullshit, which blows my y'all mind. Got, but y- that's a whole man, y'all different got, story. Y'all done elected Lord Voldemort. Man, it's 
story. It's president, I swear. Man, but and the, and the messed up thing about it is with this whole student loan investigation and part of that, then you have these celebrities like Felicity Huffman and Aunt Becky who are now being charged with bribing their, their rich kids ways into a school like right. USC. And it's like, I seen a meme the other day, like Ricky, USC was going to take Ricky with a two point, uh, two point two thrive or two point three five, whatever. It or was. like a real low SAT score. Yeah, like, and I said, well, for one, Ricky was playing ball, so he was going to get into USC anyway. Right. But the fact that they lied and said and sent in pictures of their daughters for the road extensive team, fraud, and they never even rode ever. Like, and the, and here's the killer. They like what is an or? The daughters had told them. <laughs> The daughters had told them that they did not want to go to college. They wanted to go to Arizona State University because all they wanted to do was party and kick it. They're little rich bitches. Of course, that's all they wanted to do. They don't care about academic right. achievement. None of that. None of that. But For them, they, they got you got the bread. Exactly. You got so the bread. They still did went and did what they did. And now Aunt Becky is lose has lost everything. She's gonna be charged. She ain't. They're gonna kill her off of the next season of Fuller House. She's done. Like she's done. Felicity Huffman. But she done. should be done. Yeah. The and y'all and daughter. they should go to jail. Man, they and they should go like, to prison. Like that and video. not federal. Well, it will be federal, unfortunately. Yeah, like that that picture I showed you though. They won't because they're white and they're rich. Man, they'll they'll get out of it. They need to go to prison. She'll, she'll get out with probation. They didn't send people to man. They send black women to jail. Your key word there is black women, right? These to are jail. Rich white women. They will for not, not even a tenth of the fraud they did. Man. All the black woman they did is fake an address. Man, and send her to jail. <laughs> and, and That's all they did is fake an address. They just spent. They didn't bribery. And the killing part fraud. of it was if you did, they did a poll with with college students at Stanford, and it was like that. We know that. That the that people that are there are people that don't deserve to be here that people that are have bought their way in and it's like yeah if you were a minority you had been saying that for years and because people were always against affirmative action but it's like now hello, how dare y'all that's unfair this is, this is it right. should be merit what, ma- what, what bitch merit? what you merit got, you got the, the what rich, merit you got the all the rich still doing I mean um, do. you you meant money right. <laughs> you meant money <laughs> and white people just don't want to you went money that. Within themselves, they because you know how blacks have the light skin and the dark skin. That's yeah. always the colorism is an issue with white. Yeah, that's white, by the way. Super white. It's, it's it's a lot of them know that they are one step away from being considered quote unquote white trash. So one generation are, removed. When you are rich and you're white, you know you look. At They're other, like, we ain't never going you back. You look at Mama June <laughs> and Honey Boo Boo a different type of way than you look at the niggers and the and the Mexicans and the Spicks and the right. Jews. You know, you look at them a whole different way. So the idea and the fact that these people just got busted this week in such a a a a, a known you know in blockbuster fashion fashion that and it's trickled down from not just them but everybody that's going to be involved and if you watch the press conference they said they got there's so many more people that they're going to be charging it's ugly and then if you watch TMZ Harvey said that they have there's all types of rich people that are out there that are putting calls in to schools about um the, any types of checks or any types of emails anything that can look inappropriate as far as what they've done to get their kids in the school, because you know how far when you've got money, how far a handshake goes to get one of the kids in school. 
Oh, no problem. And this is and it's and it's something that starts, you no know No problem, Mortimer. In the in the in the preschool <laughs> from preschool and up. That's why if you have New York, you know, on the upper west side, it's such a shit show to get into the pre- quote unquote the prestigious preschools there for children. Man. They're the woman that hosts um this is Samantha B. Her and her husband, her husband is the guy that is the he's on the show um the detour. Is the, he he's the guy that plays the husband on that show. They live in New York and they live on the upper the upper west, the upper east side, I think it is. And they are part of this generation of people that don't want to see their prestigious school integrated with more kids of color. They were actually attended different rallies and held rallies in support against making it um more making the school more accessible to minority children and children of color because they want to keep their prestigious school quote-unquote prestigious so the idea that these people that it's not that it's something that's new because these were college-age girls it's not something that's new these people start at from the time their kids can go to preschool that's when it starts. That's when all of that starts with the handshakes and the wink winks and mm-hmm. this is what we'll do and we'll donate this if you put little Jimmy Rollins the third, you know what I'm saying, in your school. And from there, that's what happens. And that is what allows these kids to grow up and get these internships with the top in the top companies and the top jobs. All of this. And and it's a name recognition thing that starts when they're young, that keeps going, and it's what keeps the average Joe, that that generation of whites that's, you know, a half a generation out of the trash trailer. Man. You know what I'm saying? That is what keeps them down. It's they not still us. got keys to the trailer. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's not us. It's not the blacks. It's not the minorities Man. that keeps them down. Yo, it's quiet as kept. It's some pimped out trailers out there. Amen. You can go trailer homes. trailer life. It's a way yes. of life for real. People be papered up in trailers. If you go on to Zillow, y'all can go on to Zillow and, and Google and Zillow manufactured homes in like New Mexico. It is a way Arizona. of life. Some they serious. Some nice they got some serious manufactured homes. It's not even about, you know, a lot of people that got the manufactured homes ain't even about being It ain't like that shit that's on Brook Park Road in Parma. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they pimping. They they got some serious trailers. These is worth hundreds and thousands of dollars. Like. I sell Just mobile me. home insurance every day to people with I like hundred thousand dollar trailers. To the mortgage industry, how nice those are across the country. They, because people get mortgages on trailers. Man, they it's a manufactured home, you know. So mm-hmm. as long as it does, it's never it be permanent, and you own the land, you can get a mortgage on it. So, yep. but yeah, those that's a whole different story. But Man. yeah, that it all it the the buying of. Entrance in the colleges is nothing new, and if people that are acting like they're surprised, you have been living right. in a rock. That's you the fake outrage. That's right. fake news. You're, you're that's you're what's wrong. That's with fake the news. You're hashtag. I can't believe, man. Come on, stop playing. You stop can't, playing. You can't believe because it's not something that applies to you, and you can't ever see yourself rich and in that situation, and not ever thinking that that's something that you would do. But as you can see, uh, Aunt Becky, looks can be really deceiving. And the character and the idea of what somebody cultivates as a celebrity 
versus who they actually are as a That's person. a character. You know what I'm saying? They're versus, playing a role. Versus the immoral person that she is to, to pay $500,000. You paid more than what her fucking tuition would be. How many Just times to get her over, there. Just to get her there. You paid then, for her education like three, four times. And, and just, I mean, come on, $500,000. She could have went to Ohio State and been good. You know what I'm saying? For years and came out of there with, with an excellent degree, education, you know, but, but this is what I'm saying. And this is what they do when they want to hold up to that illusion of we're better than that. You know, this is what you have to perpetrate. And it's messed up because now this young girl, she ain't but 19 years old. She's lost all her little, you know, yeah. thing, you know, grand opening, grand closing. Right. Cause her line, Sephora pulled her line, like all her little contracts and stuff. But it's a lot of kids that are, that it. were in fact in on it and you know, they were cool with it. You know, exactly. the initial company line was that most of the kids didn't know. The kids didn't know. Them kids knew. They knew. And they're like, why, man, shoot the move, dad. Cut a check, bitch. To be, that's why they deserve <laughs> to be kicked out because right. how many... They deserve to be dragged. Back, if you go back to the epically. 80s, how many, how many movies in the 80s that were set, you know, in a college time where... Revenge of the Nerds. Where the, the jocks and the assholes were always the guys whose parents, you know, was a senator or the politician or the or rich, yeah. was the rich guy that got... Revenge of the Nerds. Got bought into... You know the class, and it's not just Revenge of the Nerds. It's every weird science every '80s movie that dealt with any type of college or university. It was movie. always it was always Those, the rich that, prick. That rich prick was always the guy that who who had whose family had bought his way into school, and he didn't deserve to be there. So this, right. you know, fast forward here to 2019, <laughs> this fake outrage and this shock is it's appalling to me because a Hollywood been telling you for years that that's what's going on. And B, you should been known. Like, I saw uh, somebody else posted a meme. Of Yo, with, speaking um, of Revenge of the Nerds, you know what's what's notable about that movie is the one fraternity that let them in was the black one. Well, yeah, because they were, <laughs> because they were the only ones that didn't send. They didn't send a picture. Mm-hmm. That's why the black fraternity let them in. Because if they had a sent a picture, the black fraternity wouldn't have let them in. Right. That's the reason why they got in. And people, that's, it's not because they were black. It's because they didn't send the picture. <laughs> that's why they, didn't, they got in. But there. that's still notable, though. Yeah. It's like because well, and then Harlan, you know, it was like uh, QN was went to the party and uh, Levar spoke or Booger spoke that uh, big ass fat ass joint. Yeah. And the party got hopping and the Omega Moves came through and, and Right, it was on. Down. But it was know, on and popping. Shout out those, to the Omega Moves. Those um, <laughs> those movies back then told you then that that's what happens. And and it plays a role today. Shows like Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars where all these shows were telling you you have these people that and these parents that would do anything to get their kids into these schools and half the time these kids don't even want to be in school at all. They, they don't, don't even want to do They don't want to do any what of you stuff. want they them want, to do. They want to party, they want to do whatever drug of choice it is they're doing, you know, right. they want to screw. They that's all they want to do. They're kids. They want right. to be They, they don't know live, what they want to do yet. They want to live in that kid mentality for as long as possible. Mhm. So and again, you risking your whole you risking everything. You risked everything because you, you lost, lost everything, everything over a, over a mediocre student and didn't want to go. <laughs> the killer part about it was I saw a meme the other day. It was about um, George W. the dumb one, the one the son, right? And talking about she paid five hundred thousand 
to get her daughter in and they let and and Bush graduated Harvard with a two point three GPA. And here's the thing about said, George W. Well, what I said he's was, not dumb. If anything, he was lazy. No, what I said was then, which is not the, necessarily the, better. The way that that was spun, <laughs> the way that that was spun then was the fact that he was supposed to be a quote unquote ideal candidate because he could be the everyman. He was he was the dumbest son out of the Bush family because Jeb was governor of Florida. You know. George, the son, George W. Bush was. But George uh, was the president for eight years. But no, because his dad was was vice president and had a CIA yeah. and all of that before then. It's not because he knew what he was doing. Nah. It's because of the connections that they had. They paid for him to graduate Harvard. Same. Oh same, yeah, he same, he definitely a trust fund same baby. Thing. He had a definitely. cocaine. He had a cocaine problem. Yeah. He had had that accident, you know, and caught driving with the cocaine those years ago. But again, it was spun. As him being the guy that the half generation removed from trash could look to, like if this guy could be president, you could be president because hey, he no went to the fuck you couldn't. He went to he went to Harvard and he was a dumbass at Harvard. You know yeah. he got a two point three. Yeah, but he's gonna be you know he's running for president. Yeah, he got into you know he had an accident. You know with he cocaine. wouldn't have been he, was a cocaine, he, but he hey, wasn't gonna be anything that be he was too. if his dad wasn't George H W Bush. Again, this is now period. This is what. This is what people that have half a brain knew then. But that's how I give him credit for being a pilot, though. I'm telling you, that is how it was spun. So when you fast forward to 2016 and people ask themselves, well, how could somebody how could they elect Trump? Because they put Bush in the house. They did the same damn thing in in, uh, 2000 with his dumb ass. They bought into the damn rhetoric and the propaganda. Mm -hmm. Hashtag country full of dumb asses. They bought it. And and they bought it. They bought it. it. And and this is not something that's new to this country. Because if you go back through the history of the presidents, there's more than one Bush in his day are not the only father-son president duo so this is not something that is new as far as people buying their way into college and getting that degree so again the fake outrage over over aunt becky and them doing what they did is ridiculous because you should you already knew what it was Stop right so you you saw oh okay yeah you know and that's crazy man you know because the thing is that you know and that says a lot because either the kid is not smart enough or they or they lazy mm-hmm. which most, is why they pay and most rich kids are lazy yeah. unless unless you've raised those children to to the point where maybe they don't know that you're you got money if you if you're one of the few people that was able to possibly stick with all of your little morals, mm-hmm. you know, and, and your, idea, your ideals to the point where they have a good work ethic, they have a motivation, then you may have children that get to college age and may actually have dreams and want to pursue something versus in having entitled spoiled brats that just want to go to Arizona State and party. Right. You know, but you know what? I respect that because she's in tune with who she is. The parents, you know, but that's what they do, though. Yeah, that's what a lot of parents do. They want they like, man, I don't even want to go to college for real. It's under the guise. Don't go. It's under the guise of wanting the best for the kid. But then it's like you're not really listening and and seeing what this child is saying, because you a lot of things can be avoided. If you really hear, if you're paying attention, and you pay attention versus what you think should be the best, especially, especially when you know 
they've gone through their school age life and really you want to pay attention from junior high to high school when you really know you know if you are somebody that went to college you'll know if your child will be able to handle that transition you know whether, right around eighth grade whether, whether you're rich or not you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying you'll know and if by the time they graduate they still can't handle it the idea of you still forcing that situation on them is ridiculous because you're not doing anything but hurting that child because you're not they're not going to be able you're going to take years off of them really being able to find who they were as a person mm-hmm. you know versus maybe some people don't need to go maybe people need to work maybe someone needs to go you know overseas and study and, and see the world you don't know right but a lot of people live vicariously through their kids and 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 the idea that you know I want I just I want kids to have best is great but you also have to know when you're crossing the line that, okay, yeah, I want my kid to go to school. I want them to have a college education. But at some point, you paying this type of money and you're sending in pictures that you know are fraudulent. You know this girl don't play no sports. You know your kid don't play no sports, but yet they're going Look to school. Look at your kid's build. They're going to school <laughs> on a sports scholarship. Man. You know, for the sake of, of what, for, uh, for the sake of you, not for the sake of the kid. Blake never come to practice. Man, man. Get there and red man Who is that? Right. Like, but this is what I'm saying. He's on a, he's on a you know, unable to perform list. <laughs> what? He's a scratch, man. man. He, he, he don't never play. But that's the thing. How so he getting a conference championship ring? She wasted $500,000. <laughs> man. You're looking, you looking at fair time, but they'll probably give her, she'll probably get like 10 years probation or some bullshit. I think she gonna do 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 some days. She they might give her 120 days, and they might they she might gonna, do her like Paris. She, if anything, they do her like Paris Hilton. They give her 120 days, and she served like a week. Right, and that'd be it. I don't and know, man. This is this is major. Probation. She might get. A, I, I I would be surprised if she don't do at least three to six months in like the most mi- on the most in, in a minimalist prison. It'd be minimalist. I doubt they give that much time. <laughs> they had internet connection. One thing they, they, one thing they are good at is spending the media to mm. and spending the public for sympathy. That's one thing they are good at. But Man. I know Aunt Becky's co-workers. Take the deal. I've been on Instagram, and I know Aunt Becky's co-workers are just shocked and believe. Like Candace Cameron, poor thing. She's been just posting nothing but inspirational um mm. memes and things like that and and uncle jesse, just like uncle jesse's just been he posted one of his little baby because you know he just had a baby a few months ago another one so another one he just had his first one. Oh, and um, i must got him mixed up with somebody like, else nigga, they they don't have <laughs> real kids and they don't have kids in real life he just got he just had one he just had a new baby not too long ago but he posted a video, you know, of the little baby. Bob Sackett is beside himself right the, now. Uh, <laughs> with, the, with the baby laughing and giggling. And it was cute. So I know that's something. Man, he's that, beside himself. I know that's something. This this thing that Aunt Becky did. I know her coworkers Aunt ha- Becky. Have, have found this <laughs> annoying to say the least. So right. one of the things that I found I thought was hilarious was something that. It's a couple of things that things that annoying coworkers do. Um. And one of the things things annoying coworkers do is sell the candy that their child is supposed to be selling as a school fundraiser. 
So you know those people that come in like, hey, my kid is selling popcorn. No, you're selling popcorn. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which, uh, go to www.riskworkcustom.com to purchase exquisite bracelets for all occasions. They are an excellent gift idea as well as accessory. Become a wristwork addict today. Um. <laughs> right. Huh? All right, sure. I gotta give me another piece. This one I'm about three months old. I gotta get another piece. Mm. Um, another thing that is annoying that coworkers do is when they send you an email and then instantly walk over to the desk and tell you they just sent you an email. Like, can I read it first? Right. Um Can I read it first? <laughs> things annoying coworkers do. Talk about leaving the job but still show up every day. <laughs> Early. <laughs> Thought you was um, quitting. Things annoying coworkers do. Talk to me when my headphones are in. Oh man, these two I can't stand. These two, two these two things that annoying coworkers do: reheat salmon in the in the break room microwave. That's classic. And burn popcorn in the microwave. Like <laughs> how do you how do you not just stand there while the popcorn is going? I don't right. understand. Like it's just certain things you just don't certain foods you just don't bring to work. Man. Microwave fish. You, you don't do that. Things annoying coworkers do. Microwave. I don't microwave I, I rarely microwave fish at home. You don't you ain't even supposed to microwave fish. You're supposed to heat that back up in the oven. Or in a or in a toaster oven. With a, uh, with yeah. a but what uh, things annoying coworkers do, micromanage. This <laughs> is like worry about yourself, Jane. <laughs> exactly. You, and you're not even the manager. Man. You're not even the manager. Man. Things annoying coworkers do, and I can't stand this. This is why I don't give out my um my Facebook. But things annoying coworkers do, add you on Facebook. What's your Facebook? I gotta add you so we can get hang out. Man, no. I ain't trying to roll uh, with you like that. No. You you don't understand. I'm an equal opportunity offender. You're gonna be mad. You're gonna be uh, highly upset. <laughs> Things annoying coworkers do: hiding in the bathroom three hours out of an eight-hour day. I don't even know. I, I know I, 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 it wouldn't annoy me because I don't pay that much attention to y'all. I've seen people do that though; that are gone out of their desk. Like, if you got to shit that much, like, just go ahead and clock out and go home. Right. It's, if you're in a production-oriented in a in a job such as a call center or anything where you got to make numbers and you're on a team. And one of your team members is constantly in and out of the bathroom. Take your ass home because you ain't you you ain't helping to the numbers. Right, you, you ain't helping contribute to my bonus, man. I'm still getting I'm getting hammered with calls because you're not doing your job. Part yeah. of the game is that things annoying coworkers do: leave cell phones unattended with the ringer on full blast. Look, mm. if you book, book, look, right. If you book. Oh, I hate that, and I don't even drink coffee because I, I hate it because I have to hear people talk about it. Take the last of the coffee and not make more. Man, that's disgusting. Or like, you know, we had a um, Keurig machine at, at a job I worked at. Yeah, that's a new thing in the offices, man. If y'all y'all done stepped up, if you got a K machine. In but there. I like for me, I hate it. That's one. That's one that really, you know, what I mean. People will make just one cup. It's like, and it's a big thing for the Keurig machine, big water reservoir. Fill that boy up for everybody else, man. You That's know the equivalent you know of that. A, you know you got to click on it for the size. Yeah, I do. No, but I'm talking about like the machine. You can get the, like, like the, the reservoir be almost done. 
You know what I'm saying? People make that couple then split. It's like, man, fill it back oh, up. Oh, yeah. If they're not going to fill you know, they not, man, listen. If they're not going to make coffee and, you know, you got them ones, like the pumps at, like, McDonald's or the yeah. regular glass carafts, if they're not going to fill that, you know they're not going to fill the care machine. It's like. And a lot of people don't want to mess with the care machine in these jobs because either, A, they don't know how, or, B, they might tear it up because if you don't know how to operate a care machine, you're not even going to know that there's a water, a water reservoir. reservoir in there. You're not because I nah. didn't know um, when I was so, looking at the So place, that's the problem. We, we need to have a seminar. Well, not even that because here's the thing. <laughs> a 30-minute tutorial on how to operate the coffee machine. It, it should have been, been up there. I would sit in that, though. I would actually attend that versus a lot of stuff they'd be taking off work for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because, I mean, the stuff that we be having to take off for half our training for, for, for this. Did man, I'd rather, le- I rather learn about the coffee machine because that's something practical that I do every day. Man. And the messed up thing about it is you can still do a 30-minute training on the coffee machine and niggas still won't do it. But at least you did it. And but (laughs) the good thing, the good thing about the K machine is it will tell you when you gotta you gotta do it. You gotta do it. Because if you don't know that there's a pod reservoir in there that catches all the pods. Yeah, that's like the big big one. I'm not even talking about them. I'm not talking about those big K machines. I'm talking about like the bigger ones where it's not like a mass office because those bigger ones they usually have companies usually have someone to actually do that for yeah, real. No, I ain't we I ain't never had nobody come in and do your better employers have someone to come yeah. in just for that. Yeah, no, because you can just pop in <laughs> and you empty out the pod thing, but nobody <clears throat> ever touches the water reservoir thing. Yeah. But like I said, if you don't know, if you ain't ever dealt with a K machine, you ain't gonna know. So nah. it's, it's you're like, what the hell is that? They smoothie machine? Like, just don't even touch wow. it. Wow. But oh, things annoying coworkers <laughs> do showing up sick and sharing their affliction by sneezing and coughing right, all man. over you. And Yo, that's what that's what sick time for. Man, yeah. Or at least put a mask on. But that's a whole other discussion. A lot of people don't even have sick time. They got mad at me at my last gig because I passed out. The girl, I mean, she was hacking like I'm like, and she, oh my god, the way she was hacking, it was terrible. I got up. Went over there and gave her the mask, and she just looked at me. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't do contaminants. And you in here spreading the shit. You ain't even coughing. I said, you ain't even coughing into your elbow. You're coughing into your computer. So no, you're spreading shit all over the place, lady. Take this damn mask. Mm-hmm. Like, and they just looked at me because you know they already look at me crazy. But yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't, no, I ain't got, I ain't got nothing to do. That's why I, go, I oh, love, I, te- I love telecommuting, y'all. Telecommuting yeah. is just so awesome. Things annoying coworkers do hover around. I hate the people that are the hoverers. Like, why are you just? Don't you got work to do? Right. Like, don't come standing over here. Go away. You ain't make bonus last month, man. Uh-huh. You might want to get on the phone. <laughs> Things annoying coworkers do play crappy music without headphones. So you got them listening into in the in the not even you can't even get classic rock. You listening to some shit from. 1937. City girls. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like what? Like really, Susan? Things annoying coworkers do. Eat your food out of the fridge. Man, violation. <laughs> oh, That's yeah. a classic violation. That's, That's. I'm I'm glad that it's now a fireable offense. Man, because I will. I told you I'll blow that dumb bitch all the way up. Um, man, that, that's things a annoying coworkers offense. do steal your hiding place. Everybody's got a spot at work where they go and chill. Where mm-hmm. You got a spot. And you go to your spot. And How you in my spot? spot? 
Oh man, now, you know, I saw you the other day. I figured that's a nice spot. <laughs> Things annoying coworkers <laughs> do: walk in with a bucket of cologne around their neck. Like, come on, bro, I can smell <laughs> <in the mouth>. <laughs> 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 All right, man, listen. Black Panther fist? Who is that? <laughs> if you don't put that damn axe button the hell out of here, the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Tastes like, tastes like, smell like death. All the way. <laughs> Things annoying coworkers do drag everyone into their personal drama. Listen we, here, Becky, you better not have Billy Bob coming here shooting up the place. Right. Just I don't want to know. <laughs> nobody needs to know. If he's a threat, Becky, don't come to work. You need to stay home and handle that. Yeah. For real. Don't bring that here. Because mm, mm, I'm not the nigga to have you. Oh, right. things annoying coworkers do. Conversate while in the bathroom. In the stall next to you. I hey, guy. It's like, man, I'm shitting. Leave me alone. Like, what? I don't no. even like the fact that I got to do this here. Oh. <laughs> things annoying coworkers do. Not wipe off the toilet seat. Or wash your hands. Oh. But you know, ain't nothing worse than opening that stall and seeing droplets or a skid mark on the seat. Like that's worse than seeing the shit in the toilet. Seeing seeing a log in the toilet versus seeing the mark on the toilet seat. Which is worse? That's disgusting. <laughs> which is worse? Seeing the disgusting. log in the water or seeing now, the another reason I love telecommuting. I, I don't deal with none of that. <laughs> none of that. <laughs> It's just you, you know none of that. <laughs> and the last, let's see, things <laughs> annoying coworkers do: show up on time, work hard, and meet quotas routinely. Right. <laughs> what you come in here doing your job for? I know, right? Over it, you just messed up the curve. <laughs> we were all about to get this bonus level until you decide to just overachieve. Now we ain't getting no money. <laughs> Can't stand you. <laughs> Everything was all good. We, we was on track for the pizza party. With your overachieving ass. <laughs> <laughs> we were totally on track for the pizza party. Oh, my God. You just you just killed it all. No doubt. <laughs> it made no sense. Man. Hey, that shit's crazy, man. But hey, my co-workers dress and you tell them and they act like you lying to them. Ah! <laughs> right. I'm doing here. you. I didn't do it in front of everybody. I pulled you to the side. Man, I could have. I could have sent off an inner office communication. Man, <laughs> you know I hate being included. Like you know when people like they have an announcement promotion. Congratulations, and then you get like a hundred emails. Yeah, great. Like when man. it's especially when it's from somebody from another office or another state. Yo, and just so you got the whole company like, sending in those emails. Respond to them. Respond to the person that got promoted. Don't like let everybody in the office know you congratulating them too. Res- make it more personal. Mm-hmm. That's just my thing. Cause you get it, it, it. You know, not that you know inbox space is something we're running out of. But dang, man, you know, I'm looking for I'm looking for some money in my inbox, and I got to get through these congratulatory emails to get to it. <laughs> man, you know, I'm trying to find that mortgagee clause. That so and so sent over to me so I can close this deal. <laughs> but you congratulating somebody that when he got congratulated already, congratulate them personally. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if I was getting promoted, it would mean a lot more to me if you sent me an email directly. That's just me though. You know what I'm saying? I I could I I, I could be wrong. 
but I'm just saying. <laughs> man. Stuff that's irritating, man. So, you know, basically, man, summing it all up, a lot of these companies don't, you know, they don't pay their taxes. They ain't paid, like, taxes, you know, a lot of the reasons why people aren't making this money is because they're not, and the thing is, they're not paying these taxes, so you don't have nearly the amount of uh, institutional help that you were getting before, back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. No. You're not. Well, and then that's the thing, too. Like, back then, they could, you could go to school and... Work a job and work go to a school. Job and pay for a house, but you got to think about it. Then they were only paying thirty, forty thousand dollars for a house. Yeah, and they were getting a good sized property. You were getting three bedrooms and a bath. Mm-hmm. You know, so and and now people, you guys got to understand what drives this economy, this country, is the housing industry and manufacturing. And if what the hell, you want to make it to where people making money so they can buy a house. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a, that's a major indicator. If people ain't making enough money or in a position to buy a house, that's another reason why, you know what I mean, this is a whole other show topic in and of itself that student loan forgiveness should just apply across the board, man, because you have all these people that are now eligible to purchase a house, and that drives the housing market and manufacturing and construction, because guess what you're building? Houses, because mm-hmm. more people are able to buy them. It's like the most, it, it's like, why wouldn't you do that? Even if the banks that hold the student loans, why wouldn't you do that? You're going to get the money right back and then some. And you're creating way more jobs. Because you got to remember, too, it's, it's set up systemically for us to keep a certain group of people out. And there was an article the other day that said that. Another minority, show topic. Uh, right. Uh, the minority home values are undervalued by billions of dollars. Purposefully. And when I was reading the comments and a lot of that stuff on there, I'm trying to tell people, well, I I didn't actually comment, but I was thinking to myself, like what I would tell people would be, you guys got to understand it is definitely rigged. They go by your zip code and they go by your race, your sex and your ethnicity. Those three questions have to be filled out on any mortgage application. Now, if you call in and you're doing an application on the phone, you're going to be asked those questions and you can say, I choose to not answer. That's fine. What the mortgage um, originator has to do is they have to either check that you chose not to answer or they have to make a guess if that is not available. Most of them will check that you chose not to answer. And what happens is when you come down to your final closing date and you're signing your papers, that notary public or whoever is there is the individual that has to make note of your race, your sex, and your ethnicity while they close that deal. So as you move forward in that mortgage and you're paying those payments and the appraiser comes throughout the year, throughout the company, or uh, throughout your city income taxes, and your, your home is appraised, that zip code, your race, your and your ethnic ethnicity all play into account how they value the home and where that neighborhood is. So if you classic cases out in here in Northeast Ohio, East Cleveland, Cleveland, Shaker Heights, Maple Heights, Parma, Strongsville, Avon Lake, Elyria, Lorraine, Oberlin, all of those places, you can look at the disparity in and of itself in the values of the homes in those areas. That's how you know that that is true. 
You cannot tell me that you can go from Elyria to Avon Lake, where in Elyria, where the median average for a home is about $65,000. You go seven miles, eight miles up the street to Avon Lake, all of a sudden it's $300,000. What is the majority in, of the people that make up the race and the sex and the ethnicity in Avon Lake versus what it is in Elyria? Mm. So if you ever hear somebody say that that is not something that, oh, they don't, that's not rigged. Yes, it is. It's very much rigged. Riggedy rigged. Man. And when you see, especially (laughs) the state of Ohio, what's going on with gerrymandering, look it up. What they're doing (laughs) is they're trying to make it more rigged for certain political parties to have more people that think their way in their district. So they can get that money and they can actually dictate what the values and things like that are going to be. All you guys got to do is you got to go on Zillow. You can go on Trulia. All those things will be on there with the walkability of the neighborhood, you know, the school district, the property taxes, all of that stuff Mm -hmm. is listed. So you can make an educated choice, but it's also listed so you can see what kind of neighborhood is this. Is there niggers in this neighborhood? Is there Jews? <laughs> you, y'all, but y'all, that's what it is. That's what it's for. Facts. That is what it's for. That's why in real estate, they've always said location, location, location. Because if you are a certain mindset and you don't want to be around a certain set of people, you can make that happen. If you don't and you don't care, like me, if you would rather live next to that illegal immigrant than the white supremacist, you're yeah. going to make that happen. I'll take the illegal immigrant over All the white supremacists. All day. All day. So, again, a lot of this bears down your income wage and what people, what these companies are paying people as a livable wage all play into it because if you can't get yourself into a better position to buy a home and either which because what we should be doing doing is building that's how you counteract the rig system is you build and when you build you can bring more in and you can allow people to get into homes that are more financially secure versus allowing these slumlords to make money off of these homes that they're not updating and steadily, you steadily giving them six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And what are you getting right. out of it? Some laws is coming up all the all the time, man. But that's Especially how you in Cleveland. That's how you counteract <laughs> um, what they've done with the with the home ownership in the mortgage industry. That's how you counteract that. Is you really try to build and you get yourself in a position where you can qualify for alone because that's that's what's going to keep this country and keep people out of debt because if if we don't have as 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 seen in 2007 and 8 when it crashed if we don't have real estate we ain't got shit in this mud nope you know because see they took our steel way back in the early 2000 when bush dumbass signed the tariffs the steel tariffs steel tariffs mm. when he did that back in 2099 and 2000 so you know we can go without manufacturing We've been going without manufacturing. Yes, we have. We've we can't adjusted. go without real estate and housing. Mm. That's what'll kill us. So the idea of a livable wage is something people need to jump on and they need to be screaming from the loudest peak mountain that they can find. They need to be bombarding their councilmen. They need to be bombarding their state and local politicians. Plus it'll reduce crime. Yeah, because you actually care about it. If you own it, you care about it. You Hello. Know? Yeah, I mean, come on now. 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I was doing some house shopping with one of my friends. She's she's looking at houses now, and one of the houses she found it was gorgeous. But the house was a hundred years old. It had only been owned by two families. But what I told her, I said the house is not for you because this is a house that whoever is the next owner they're going to need to be here. This is a generational house. This is a piece of property that you're going to continue to pass down, pass down, pass down. Because A, the guts of the house was fantastic. I mean, the woodwork, everything mm-hmm. in there, they, it was great. I mean, you don't find, like, I think for you guys, if you go out to like Maple and, and those houses like there out there, you could find some good older houses with good construction made from that good oak and you know, they just need a little bit of love or have been kept up. Right. You know, and that's yeah. a good value because, you know, you can be in this house. Yeah, my crib is renovated. Exactly. And you can you can pass this house down to generations and this house will stand up. That's what this house was. And I told her, I'm like, this is not the house for y'all because you know that you don't see yourself here more than five or ten years. This is not that type of house. This is, I mean, it was, and I'm not saying it was a big grand house i mean it was just a nice three bedroom no it was a solid house you know attic basement good solid house big mama's house right (laughs) exactly you know know what i'm saying saying? that's a house where you would want to keep going year in and year and year and year and year and just create mad memories but in order to do that these days we got to get ourselves in positions to become homeowners and understand how it works because that's what's driving this company that's how these rich is getting richer real estate investments you know, because the idea of working for these companies for 20 plus years and retiring with 401ks and pensions, all that shit, that's gone. That's not going to happen. These guys that are, you know, 14, 15 years old, when they turn 18, do you think they want to spend the next 20, 30 years of their life for the same company? Not when they've come up with all this technology and all this choice at mm-hmm. their fingertips. And do you think they're going to stay with a company that is not going to pay them their worth? No. If especially if we don't do something about it. Not at all. Cause see, they the ones that's coming up. They the ones that's gonna have to be taking care of a lot of us in these nursing homes here coming up in the next twenty, thirty years. Yeah. I try so to make make sure if, my kids are entrepreneurial. So if our jobs and things like that are supposed For to be real. taken over by artificial intelligence, you know, thirty percent by twenty thirty five, we really need to be pushing entrepreneurship. We really need to be pushing skill sets. We need to be pushing things that are coming in the future because the idea and this mentality of go to school, go to college, get a degree in whatever, and you can continue to have, it's not working. Because think about the things that a lot of people go to school for. You don't make money in those fields these days. No. Look at what teachers having to walk out and strike all over this country because they're not making any money. They're paying teachers thirty and $40,000 a year. You know, if you're a teacher and you make $65,000 a year, you're, you're doing great. You've been in the game for about 15 years. Man, <laughs> but you still got to pay out of pocket. You're still mm-hmm. you're still paying, you know, for your supplies. You're still mm-hmm. paying for a lot of things depending on your school district. And that's another way that it's rigged because this is the only country in the world where the school district funding is funded by the property taxes on the houses. So if you live in a shitty neighborhood, guess what? You got shitty schools. I'm I'm a fan. Of, <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of making schools either state or federal. It should just be. My thing is, it should be just one district. They, and that's the thing; they don't even want. They don't even want to be able to have any type of money, state or federal, going to schools. They want 
that's where a lot of that um, common core and a lot of these new changes come in because they don't want kids learning. They want, <coughs> they want kids to not question. And when you don't question, you don't critically think about what you're being told. They want cogs. And exactly. So cogs, well, cogs. Man. Exactly. Especially sprockets. And they can put they want them button presses. Into, into different categories moving forward. All you got to do is look at a lot of this different stuff again. And a lot of it is going to focus on, on this job loss, 30% of for artificial intelligence. A lot of um, this failures in these universities where they're now seeing that, yes, rich white people do buy and, and bribe their way to get their kids in school that totally don't deserve it. What and it is is that the rich in general, you know, have this they have image, a mentality and this an image, image that of better than the next person. That it's so that they're that they're inherently good because they're paid. because they pay because they have money because you know they were saying? able to accumulate all this money so we can do this. Wealth equals morals, and that's not what it is because if you are a moralistic person, you would understand that that's not true. That you can have all yeah. the money in the world and you could still be morally maintain. bankrupt. You can, you can be morally bankrupt. And just because you got a, money don't mean that you are, in fact, morally bankrupt. Well, so, I mean, you know, and that's but, what I'm saying. Like, we have a president that's morally bankrupt and has all types of money. You have people that are not morally bank he's bankrupt. He's exposed, like, every, he's exposed it all. But Him being in office has exposed it all. You have people that have no money and are morally if bankrupt. If you didn't know. And yeah. you have people that have no money that are not. It's all about the individual. But again, just like I said last week, if we are supposed to be by the people of the people for the people, then we as a people need to understand that first we're all human beings and not now one of us is better than the other. Right. Number one. And number two, what are the things that we want for each individual does the same. You want your family to be happy. You want to be successful. You want to be able to make a living doing something that you like and not killing yourself for seven damn dollars an hour. Right. Doing something you hate. Man. And lining somebody else's pockets because a they want to try to get by as a as an entrepreneur and that's a whole another conversation. I wanted to touch on this before, but I'll save it for um, <laughs> the next show for, for the next show because we're going over. But we are, thing, we're we're over actually. The, but the thing about it, <laughs> the thing about it is, there's a lot of things that need to be regulated. And I saw a story on the contracting industry, which is big to the homeowner and homeowner in the in the home building industry. We really need to get better at regulating contracting because peop, they are able to get away with so much on the basis of having contracts and, and, and not doing work and just what they can do to get away. It's, it's crazy. And the state of Ohio really needs to um, do better when it comes to that. But we will talk about that next week. Um, what did I say we was going to talk about next week? We didn't. I did. I said it, but I don't think you heard me. We did. So it'll come back to me. I, I'm, I'm smoke. I'm <laughs> um, huh? Um. But yeah. All right. So we'll see you niggas next week. I know a lot of y'all niggas out there, man, who ain't up on this down south shit. Probably wondering what the fuck you listening to right now. King pleasure, you know what I'm saying, to bring you some gangsta shit of catastrophic proportions. All the UGK alumni like myself know what this here, man. Hey, bud. I got six, six, a bottle so fresh. White top, bird drop, with them choppers on deck. New results, and a motor out of 94 bit. Fishbone, television's pippin' name done yet. I got
chrome. I'm 26, it's just to get my roll on. When the Jesus songs on, make them bitches get low and keep that ass raised up like that Dre 6 4. Hey, come up in my hood, bet them bitches no till. If you tell them you with him, all them bitches gon' strip. If I show up in your hood, bet you niggas won't trip. Once I am there at this club, I bet you niggas gon' kill. I'll get hit up in your Right here in the dough, dough, dough. 